Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. For the drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now, here's Mark Ennis and Jeff Lightsey Jr. Oh, I love that. I love working quickly on the fly there. Mark, it is Jeff Lightsey Jr. here on a Friday. Jeff, thank you for filling in for Biscuit here on a Friday. I know you haven't done it uh, at this point, but uh, are you going to – did you study for Stump the Gas back at 4.30 or so, or are you just going to wing it? I'm just going to wing it. All right. I, I didn't study. I didn't study at all, but I'm definitely going to wing it and see. I've listened, so I know how it fine. goes. So I'm, I'm just going to be very interested to see how it goes for my first experience. I hope – I gave you uh, my vote of my confidence, uh, Jeff, yesterday. I, I, I think I think you're going to do really well today. I think he'll do just fine. <laughs> I'm not worried about that uh, at all. But I appreciate you being in here. Uh, look, I, I don't. He's not. He didn't change the world or anything. But I, I just happened to see, like, as we're logging, yeah. like Carl Weathers uh, passed away. Seventy-six years old. Man, shocks the hell out of me. Uh, and what a what a uh, a wide, incredibly varied life and career. Yeah. I'm, played in the NFL, yes, in the CFL, and then Rocky, and in Rocky, <laughs> and in Happy Gilmore, and yeah. Predator, and I'll a million be- other things. Uh, what a, a just he he seems to me like he lived a wonderful life. Yeah, a nice, wonderful, full life uh, that you know is is was awesome to see the things that he was able to do in his career. So you know, uh, the, you know, prayers out to his family. But man, he he definitely. Had an awesome time here on this earth, man, <laughs> for sure. And what a what an interesting, different bunch of characters and such uh, yeah. as well. Good uh, look, good for him for the life that he was able uh, to lead. But like you said, prayers uh, for his family, comfort, and that sort of thing uh, at this time. But man, what a just. I can't believe he was 76. Man. It blows me away. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. Like, you were like shocked over here that he was like 76 years old. Didn't look and like it at all. I know, no. He looked awesome. Like He looked amazing. And so that's why it comes as even more of a shock because like he looked so good. And just to know that he's no longer here. I would like love that. to know what movie people associate him with. It, I would imagine it's Rocky. Yeah, it's easy. But one. for me, it's Predator. Why is that? Why Why does Predator come to mind first? It's, it's entirely personal, uh, and, and it's not meritorious. That's what it sounds like, <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's not meritorious at all. My older brother mm-hmm. loved that movie, okay, and had it, I think, on VHS, and would just watch it all the time. You know, and so I would anytime he if he, if he got to pick what we watched, like he was, we were watching freaking Predator. <laughs> so I don't even like it anymore. <laughs> but like the, for me, that's what I think. Of. Yeah, because that's what just pops yeah. in your head because you've probably always seen that movie a hundred times. So. Always. <laughs> and Happy Gilmore's a great movie. Yeah, it is. No, that is too. 
All right, we got a lot of that we are going to get into here today. Uh, Kenny talked uh, with local media. We've got Louisville and Florida State and a roster that's still uh, in flux uh, with, with injuries and guys sort of coming in and out and that sort of thing. Uh, but, Jeff, I, how are you talking about basketball now? <laughs> you know, I feel like we're almost no. going to have a conversation about our conversations. Yeah. Um, because it really doesn't feel like there's a good way to approach any of this. Uh, and it's why uh, you, there's we have a, a person on social media and, uh, that is, has been critical of of us being too critical at times. And I'm not. I don't. I try to listen. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I try to. I'm not above feedback or yeah. whatever. But in my interactions with him, you know, he was. He's. Uh, I was like, well, what do you what do you want us to say? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. what, and his response was to sort of talk about some really 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 minute details about players or, or what have you and that sort of thing and i i thought he he tried to give me a, a sincere answer and i appreciated it uh but i didn't agree with it because i don't know what the right way to approach a season that's going the way that it is and when like seems like the bigger story is more than just whatever is exactly happening on the floor uh, but it isn't fun to just be negative like this all the time i'm kind of i just Wanted to throw that at you and see what you had. Like, how are you talking about this team to where it feels like you're not um, whistling past the graveyard about something? Yeah, so it, it's tough, man, because it's not just this season. It's the combination of the last two years, right? Like, it'd be different if it was just this season. It'd be like, okay, well, we could harp on because they've done this well in the past or did this or whatever. That's not the case. Like, the case is they really haven't improved greatly in anything. And when you're sitting at 6-14 and 14 and you've got 10 wins over the course of two years and we're in February of tw- – you've got two wins since March of 22 when your coach was hired and we're in February of 2024. Like, when you put that in context, it's just absurd, right? So it's not, it's not really any – positive spins on a lot of things unless you want to take moral victories and we're not into taking moral victories here if you unless you want to say well you're down 24 and you cut it to four but you still lost the game right. or you were down 15 and you cut it to six and you still lost that game or you were you're, you're playing better than and then now in this case with this florida state game coming up you don't even know who's gonna play like that makes it even more complex and hard and challenging to talk about what exactly you expect or want to see on the court. Cause you don't even know who's going to have a Jersey on who's even gonna, who's even in the city of Louisville at this point on this roster. That's no offense. <laughs> That's just the truth. Like when you get guys that like, Oh, he's seeking out of town medical consultation. It's like, okay. That's interesting. Like, is it life threatening? Like if it's life threatening, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> right. But if it's not, it's like, what is going on? And this is the second player out of town medical consultation. We don't have doctors? I don't get it. I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like, so that's why it becomes very challenging. And me personally, I tried, I try as much as possible to stay away from the coaching talk because I know that's like what is the thing. You know what? It, okay. Go ahead. No, keep <laughs> no, no, it's just like that is the thing. Yeah. And I've, I've gave my two cents. Like the, the Chris Beard noise was just so loud. I had to say something this week. Sure. Right? Like it was just, it was just. Are you talking about with the, the ESPN Level Plus? Like that whole yeah, thing? Or yeah. Your own? Well, I did a, I did okay. a 12 minute video on yeah, my Twitter. I saw just kind of like, you know, here's why he's so compelling. Because sure. if it wasn't for this one thing, there wouldn't be any compelling thing. It'd be I like, yeah, go that. get that guy. You know, if it, the circumstances were the same just without this one incident. But this one incident is so big that you, ha- I just had to address it and why people are pushing back on it, right? Like, just to give them – because I feel like that crowd wasn't getting a voice. So it's just kind of like, well, here's their voice because there's, there's an overwhelming response of people that are, like, for beard. So that is – 
Like, that was the only thing that I kind of did. When it comes to actually breaking down the games, it's not a lot to break down. One, because like I said, we don't know who's always on the court. And two, it's hard to break down like you did better, but you still got the same result. And that's kind of been the common theme over the last month. <laughs> like over the last month. Yeah, no. Two wins in two months. It's tough to talk about well, basketball. Like, and the reason I sort of just have this discussion at least a little bit is, one, totally agree with you about the like just the general coaching coaching search talk because that feels to me, uh, has always felt to me like once we go there, we have opted out of all the other conversations. Absolutely. So I don't, I don't want to be there yet. Cause I, <laughs> cause I, there's yeah. still a month and a half or Absolutely. whatever of basketball. So yes. I don't want to do that. And many people were driving us to those conversations in November. Yes. You know, and I really didn't want to yeah, do, do it. Then. It doesn't feel a whole lot better now. Uh, and it's not what we're used to doing uh, at this time of the year uh, anyway. But then, like I wanted to take Jeff's, uh, uh, not you, the uh, Jeff's uh, feedback about sort of, but it feels like if I'm talking to you about like what they ought to be doing on offense or what this player should be doing or these combinations, it feels like I'm trying to distract from what everybody really wants to talk about. So <laughs> yeah. let's just imagine, the for those of you who think of this is easy all the time, uh, sometimes it is. Yeah. Sometimes it's real easy. <laughs> but sometimes when... You don't want to just do – you don't want to run ahead to a, a topic that will be there three months from now or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, so you try to focus on other things, but focusing on those other things really just makes people think you're trying to avoid that thing. Yeah. The – To lose-lose. The, <laughs> the actual elephant in the room, to use Kenny's favorite phrase, uh, is, 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 is that – is him. Yeah. He's the elephant in the room in, in sort of his future. and. This has not been fun. Not this hasn't been fun for y'all out there to listen to and watch uh, this team. It hasn't been fun for us to try to come up with some side of some sort of creative ways uh, to to engage in any of this. Uh, and we don't live forever. Like we only get so many of these seasons, and I hate the. It doesn't feel good to me to just sort of wash one away this this lightly. Yeah. No. It's well. I mean. For you, it's hard. Some other people, this is it's easy to wash away years because some years don't count. You know what I mean? Like some years because right. this is the real year. <laughs> that type of stuff, like it's like uh, it seems like it's kind of a cheap that. shot, but it's the truth. Like this, like I, you can't get mad at me for something someone else said and me just regurgitating it, right? Like if they, if they said that some years don't count, some years do count, and and I think I have a longer runway than maybe I do realistically. It, it makes it easy for and, and see me I've never been the type to just come out and just straight bash somebody right like right. that's not like my mo but it, you make it hard to defend people like people can make it make it hard for you to defend them yes. help if, me help you please you know, it's like I can't but then at the same time it's like I can only take what you give me and if you only give me like duds and bad phrases and, and just kind of like huh like i'm not gonna misguide people and i'm not gonna act like it's more than what it is right i'm not gonna co-sign year one actually being year zero yeah. or year two being one. i'm not gonna co-sign that like right. that's not what i'm into at the same time i don't want to just continue to beat down beat down beat down what we already know like is the inevitable so at this so like you said it, it makes it tough it makes it tough because you don't want to like you said ignore what is actually taking place but you also don't want to just be that guy that just seems to be all uh, negative unless you get your way and it's like no we 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 have something to talk about like you, said, you just got to get creative and try to figure it out <laughs> you know i can't help but sort of doing some some looking back uh knowing that there's probably isn't a super long tent time left, you know, for him uh, here. But one of the things I think you hear from folks a lot uh, is um, I think in an effort to sort of get people to 
to at least evaluate if they're being reasonable when they're being negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is uh, something like, it doesn't matter what he says. You guys are going to be mad, that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, and so you just now sort of uh, deftly kind of made reference to Kenny basically absolving himself of, of year one. Absolutely. Uh, and, and people, I think, rightly reacting uh, to that. Now, look, I didn't really, really didn't like – what he said about, like, if they try hard, I can't fault them for not doing the right things. That's <laughs> literally what we're paying you to do. It's tough, man. But, it's hard. but here's what I – is it is there a way he could be saying some of these things that we wouldn't be overly harsh on? Or, or do the results mean we would just be harsh on kind of whatever he's saying? See, that's the thing. I think at this point you might be too far gone. Yeah. I think at this point, because of how bad it's been, there's just a sector of – of the fan base it's just like let's get this over with right like there's nothing like there is literally nothing he can say now he doesn't always say the best things right so that just adds fuel to the fire but even if he did come out and sound like uh what's the coach from notre dame i can't think is i remember shrewsbury shrewsbury that clip like if he comes out and sounds like that or if he comes out and sounds like the mike tomlin clip or he comes out and sounds like these guys like there'll still be people that'll be like "Eh, it's too late dude like it's too late like but because you have a year and a half, two years worth of evidence that lets you know that's not coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's not coming. Like, yeah. it'd be different if you even had a glimmer of hope that that was coming. At this point, you're kind of like, that's not coming. Now, what I will say, just something that I've noticed, since the calendars turned 2024, I feel like there is a different level of intensity when coaching on the court. I still don't think the podium is the best. Like, I'm yeah. not crazy about what's being said post-game or what's being said, whatever. But I will say just looking at the bench, looking at Kenny, looking at the interactions, everybody's like – they understand even to a little bit umpteenth degree that the job is on the line or this may be coming to an end. And so I think the intensity has been turned up. Hasn't really resulted in many wins, many more wins, right? You got two wins in two months. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, okay, at least I see that you seem to be putting in more of an effort. But where was that at? Yeah. A year ago. You know what I mean? Where was that at six months ago? Where was this at, this sense of urgency at before it got to this point? Because like I said, being at this point, there's just, I think, a good 75 to 80% or higher that are just like, yeah, this is over. Like, it's it's time to move on. And there's nothing that you can do and or say. There, there's I'd say those 75 to 80% are literally rooting for Louisville to lose as opposed to win. Like, that's how bad I think it's gotten just from the polls, just from the interactions on social media, and even talking to people in real life. There's a good – and when you get to that point where your own fan base wants you to lose because they don't want any doubt that yeah. there will be a year three, that's tough. That is – I mean, that's just tough. And and it's unfortunate. Well, and we're we are going to get here uh, to, to the end. And let's just it's it seems a safe assumption they'll probably win a little bit more, and then that'll be yeah. it. Uh, and the only silver lining in any of this, and there aren't many, uh, is there really won't be any debate. <laughs> but, and that like the same thing was true when Bobby melted down in 2018. It was like at least there weren't there's no it was there was clarity yeah. right like we all know exactly how it went and, and there weren't any lingering feelings or or anything like that. It was like yeah this is this is really bad and we should not do this anymore. And everyone at least agreed on that. Why maybe different, but what needed to happen? 
I will at least be, I think, pretty close to unanimous on that. Absolutely. For, yeah, for whatever that's worth. Right? I'm, I'm glad you said pretty close to unanimous because I think yeah, it'll it still be, be a, a, a sparkle in the sky. Sure. And you guys know who those some of those people are that will say, oh, it was never given a fair chance. And, no, oh, this was bad from the jump. And, our, you know, we haven't been good since 2009. Or whatever. <laughs> you, you, you'll hear the, that the, sector of people. But, yeah, we know the, the, the legacy of Kenny's time here will be just how easily – we were willing to just dismiss whole years of our lives. <laughs> 2009 forward, nothing happened. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Last year, didn't happen. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you, you, we're doing you didn't time see travel. anything. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't see anything like the Penguins from Madagascar. <laughs> you didn't see anything. And it's like, um, no, I saw yeah, we four wins and 32 tries. Yeah. Like, I, I saw you guys four talking about. in real life. That's right. Like, I've never seen that before. It's That's the thing. Like, it's like, the pin. <laughs> yeah. Kenny Payne still hasn't signed the contract to be the coach. I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's still year zero. Now you sound like Rick Bozich. <laughs> That's what I was going for. There you go. Delete that tweet. <laughs> We're all changed. Every one of us. Oh, my goodness. Where have you changed? This will be like like this will be a time to look back on. The one thing we will, we will say though, when, when this is all over is that this is a moment in history. Like I mean, the it's not a it's a dark moment. I mean, it's not like a great moment, but yeah. like you know, five years from now, I'm like man, do you remember when we went oh, two? It's years like the depression, right? <laughs> yeah. Like a whole generation of people were all shaped by the same sort of you know bad thing. Like, <laughs> like when yeah. you literally witness. I mean, to some people, Jeff Goodman put it out there: the worst coaching hire in five years. Yeah. Like when you're when you and like. Schools and writers and reporters from afar are witnessing it and seeing what's happening. Like, man, that's bad there. Like, that's rough. Like, oh my god, I've never. Uh, maybe they've never seen nothing like that at a at a school with Louisville's pedigree. Yeah. But then when you're in it, <laughs> like you're in the trenches, you're going to these games, you're you're watching these games, you're suffering through it, you're listening to shows like this and post game shows. Well, bless Ethan Moore and Taylor Lynch's heart, right? Like, you're like, oh my goodness, man, that was a period because I remember. You know, the Pegues year. And I just thought, man, this is the lowest Louisville basketball will ever be. Like, thir- and that was 13 yeah. wins. Yeah. That was 13 wins. I was like, man, this is a horrible year. They did all the tricks and gimmicks. They retired Russ Smith's jersey. They did a bunch of stuff. They were selling. They were doing two tickets for $20 total. <laughs> I mean, these are the stuff yeah. that was happening then. And I was like, man, we will never. In my head, I was thinking, I was going to those games. and like, yeah, oof, this is rough. But we'll never, you know, we'll never experience anything like this ever again, right? Like, you know, where we're only winning 13 games and we're not even sniffing the tournament and we're having to give tickets away, essentially. And little did I know <laughs> that the worst hadn't even came yet. Like, the worst hadn't even came yet. And that was like, ugh, okay. I kind of did myself in on that one because I thought 13, 13 wins in one season was horrible. How about... 10 and 2. We <laughs> had a texter who said, I know I root for Louisville to win every game, but I feel relieved when they lose, so I know it's going to end. <laughs> Imagine that. Like the, the, you know, the things being twisted so much that losing's a relief. <sighs> See, now I, I have to be completely uh, straightforward with you. I've, I don't, I have never rooted for them to lose. I never will. If, if only because like if they start to win, there's, then they're doing the right things, yeah. right? So, but I understand the fear of them winning just enough to keep doing the wrong things. I understand that fear. I, I think the lasting legacy of this whole time that we'll all take away from this, I, I don't know that. Like, if I'm the uh, the PR person or the agent for whoever is the next coach here or whatever, uh, in my conversations with whoever that person is, let's just say Musselman for the sake of this conversation yeah. for here. <laughs> 
or whoever you, Chris Beard for the sake of this conversation. Okay, <laughs> they, they, they love getting on you about I Chris know, Beard. I'm, I'm I know. <laughs> Whatever you do, watch the text line flood. Oh, I know. I got it yesterday. <laughs> Whatever you do, just don't say fight. <laughs> don't yeah, just, just eliminate that from your just, vocab. We, what we need is a year off from the word fight. You can <laughs> battle. You want to say compete? Like we can do synonyms all day, but please. We need a break from the, the word fight. I need a break from the word fight. Yeah. Yeah. Just replace fight with win. How about that? Hey. Like, how about that? Like, I, just, re- just replace fight with win because once you, once you get less fight, more wins, I think we'll take a lot less fight, a lot more wins over here, over the, whoever may be the next guy running the show. So, uh, like you said, for whoever it is, they will definitely get the memo. Uh, one thing that I've noticed, too, is that a lot of times if, if you get a good coach to replace like a even if it wasn't a terrible period like this is kind of a this is like the worst period in Louisville basketball history but if you get a a different coach to replace just a even if it was just an okay period the energy is what I'm always looking forward to because one one example I like to use is Steve Lutz down at Western right like so I'm a WKU grad so I keep up with everything Hilltoppers still to this day and Steve Lutz is winning like more than they have over the last few years. And Stansbury wasn't bad. That's the thing. Stansbury wasn't bad. He just, Stansbury is what people are afraid Kenny's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> was was going to be. Yes, yes. Because yeah. the recruiters tail off, would, he would even win a lot in the regular Some. season. Yeah. Well, uh, year to year, it'd be different. But then come the tournament time, he would never, because he wouldn't win enough to be like overwhelmingly in the tournament, you would have to win the conference tournament. And it's Conference USA. You're, you're dealing with right. different things that he would always lose before he was supposed to. Like, he would have the more talented team. Just don't do this and you'll be all right. Yeah, Yeah. like, and they'd get to the conference championship game and they'd always lose to a team they're not supposed to, right? So you get Steve Lutz in, right, that's not known for big-time four- and five-star talented kids coming to this program, but they buy in. And then he exerted a level of energy to the community and to the WKU campus because he came from a small school. So he knows the small school feel, even though Western is bigger than the schools he had been at. So he's really into getting everyone involved, almost like like you would do like high school pep rallies and stuff. Like like making sure everybody feels because the even though Western isn't the isn't Louisville, but it is still a, a bigger job, especially bigger than anyone he ever had. And it's like, oh, you're doing things that we just not used to coaches doing. Like you're like the other night, he to get a th- the first 1,000 students, he paid for them a hot dog and a drink if they came to the game, right? So, and if you were over 21, that included a beer. <laughs> like, so, like, he did that, and he paid it out of his own money. Then he went around campus dropping off energy drinks to, like, the sorority and fraternity houses with a camera crew, and it's like, oh, you get it. Like, you, you understand the importance of having the community in, and you understand the importance of having the students involved, and you understand that winning can cure some of that, but then allowing the people to see you, to touch you, to be able to get in your face, like, that is a part of it, too. And I think, you know, if, if we ended up going in that a new, another direction, which we kind of all see the writing on the wall, we need a little bit of that into this fan base more so than just because of the losing the losing doesn't help but it's because we've been missing that like missing some of that now granted i don't expect them to be steve lutz right like at louisville but i expect some of that to come back because that's just been missing even with chris mack that was missing and so with between kenny and chris mack you're talking about six seven years where that is like even though this level of losing and winning matters the most, but even being more involved in community, letting the people see you, letting the people touch you, feel you, know that you're a person, that matters too. 
I think it matters uh, a ton. And I think it is the same error that Chris Mack made in a different way. Yes. Uh, but I, I think you can show the very things you're talking about uh, in different ways too. Because ultimately what you're talking about is tangible efforts to show the fans they matter. Yes. That you're cognizant of how they're taking all of this in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that you want them to support you even if things get rough. Boom. And it's not enough to just say that one time at the opening press conference and then, you know, <laughs> just not really do it ever, ever again. Uh, and there's more than one way to do that stuff, too. Like, I would I would never expect Rick Pitino to be shirtless in the student section, <laughs> right? Yeah, but Bruce Pearl not. is. Yes. You know, he's going to be at the women's game shirtless in the student section. You know, that sort of thing. Uh, but but Rick's going to do all kinds of press conferences and he's like he in the way that's consistent with Rick. And that is, I think, one of the the shames of this whole thing is that I think Kenny has more charisma than he's shown us. I think he does, too. It, but we just never get to see it. And it's and it doesn't even whether it's more press conferences. I mean, and, it, and it's so easy because you see the other coaches on campus do it. And it's like. Just look at like just you don't have to look very far. You don't have to go back in time. You can look to your right of your game, yeah, and see behind the bench, Jeff and Brady Brom at your game on the road. Yeah, <laughs> like you get what I'm saying. Like that yeah. that matters to people. Or you know you can see uh, Coach Walls flying down to the conference uh, championship game in in Charlotte and mixing and mingling with the fans at the tailgate. Like that matters to people. Which I get Jeff uh, Walls mixing and mingling with the fans at the championship game tailgate story. <laughs> no, yeah, what's I didn't hear it. What's oh, it? so I was there too, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, Angela went with some friends, so it was sort of a slash uh, fan slash media event mm-hmm. uh, there for me. Uh, and I was like, I saw Jeff. He was talking to somebody. As soon as he finished up, I was like, Hey, come, uh, come over here real quick. You know, Jeff's on like once, twice a week. Mm-hmm. Talk all the yeah. time. I was like, Come eat. I went, I'd really love it if you come meet my friends. Mm-hmm. And he goes. You have friends? <laughs> I was like, golly, Jeff. Come on, man. Hey, Jay, did you like that? Yeah. Like he said, do you yeah. have friends? Like genuine shock? Or yeah. was oh, like he was, was just giving a hard time. Saying. But I was like, all right, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> that is actually hilarious. But he does a good see, job with that awesome, stuff. That's awesome, though, right. man. Like that is – like see how you can come in there, come and tell that? Like that makes a person more human. It makes a person like, oh, man, Jeff's funny. You know, Jeff, and you know what it does? Funny. You know what it does? And this is where I think Kenny's and, – and, and Chris Mack, same thing. Yeah. Made a mistake with this. That kind of – that little interaction, it keeps you from getting – it makes you get a little less mad. Yes. yes. It does. It just no, does. Naturally. When they do something, you're like, but now I know he's the kind of person who knows me well enough to kind of give me a, a hard time about something. So if something happens – that's a data point in, like on his side. Yes. And it's always struck me as a, a, just a giant mistake that the, both Chris and Kenny, to one extent or another, just ha- don't think that that makes sense. The media is your friend, man. I mean, it, when you want it to be, it if can you be make your friend. It, yeah. yeah. If you want it to be, it can be your friend. And, and obviously, like, you know, having or whether you had it or not, somebody going out and saying year two is year one, that's not going to work, right? But in, in different cases, if you are, about to use the trigger word, fighting on the court, and even if you're even if you're not getting the wins that you expect, but you are humanized, whether it's in the public by the fans or by the media or whoever, then they're not, like, granted, they still won't win. So you still can't be 10 and 43 yeah. or whatever you are. But at the same time, they, they, 
you can use the media to soften the blow, right? You can use the media to get your message out there. You sure. can use the media and the media members to to, to kind of manipulate your own narrative. But if you don't have any friends in the media, it's tough to do that. I mean, it, it's, it just is. And and that the good ones understand that. Like I, I use I was talking about Rick Stansberry earlier. Yeah. The thing about Stansberry, and I think what made him last so long, even though some of those years were disappointing, is because he was so loved. Like, Rick Stansberry was really loved by the people of Bowling Green, by the media members. Like, Rick Stansberry would have the, his press conferences, and if you didn't ask him a question, he'd call you out. Like, student reporters. He'd be like, Jeff, what you got? I'd be a, I was a student. What you got, man? You, you sitting over you there. The you, oh, 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 okay, Rick. Um, uh, so-and-so had six rebounds today. How'd he do? And then he'd give you a 10-minute answer about a, a kid who came up had zero points but six rebounds. Like, that is – that helps in that – can make things easier, soften blows, especially when you're having a rough time uh, getting wins on the court. Texture uh, into the UPS jobs text line says, Jeff Wall's doing that with you, Mark, was a deposit, to use Josh Hurd's <laughs> phrase. And you know what? He's right. It is, he's absolutely, he's 100% he right. Uh, it's you know, just a, by way of comparison. I think the, the only thing we can do now when it comes to Kenny is try to make sure – I don't know if you've ever worked like in corporate America where you like big projects or whatever, mm. when it's all over after implementation, all that, then it's like, all right, let's have a lessons learned meeting. Like, what do we learn from this? That mm. maybe we could, so, that to me is like, all this is about now at this point is, is like, let's make, how did we, how did we blow this? Yeah. What did we not pay attention to? Or what did we not realize mattered? Or what did we not catch in answers or whatever? Uh, so that we don't do this again, because I think you agree with me. No one can afford to do this again. Mm-mm. Especially Josh Hurt. No, heads will roll if you don't get the next yeah. next guy right. I mean, it's just that simple. Whether it's fair or not fair, Louisville basketball is a premier program yeah. in, in this, at the university, in the city, at, at one of the premier across the state, right? Like, it is what people show up and what people rely on when they talk about UofL athletics. As great as Jeff Brom is doing and as great as I think he will do, he is only a fraction of what you have like Louisville football is only a fraction of what Louisville basketball is just historically yeah. just what it means to the city like just because they play more games they have more notable players etc cetera, etc cetera. it's just the way it is uh, at the same time like you said they're going to have to do some really deep digging. And even if it comes out, I've heard you talk about, even if it's a candidate that aren't the big three or the big four that people have been mentioning, whoever those four, three or four might be, you got to get it right. And you have to choose with, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, the guy that you want. Like, this is my guy. Yeah. Like, this is my hire because last time you had the interim tag, last time you had a big wave of support behind one guy, yep. this time – there's no dark cloud. There's no hesitancy about who may or may not take it because the NCAA is right. coming to give you the hammer. None of that is there, right? It hung over Chris Mack for four years. Kenny said it hung over him over the last two years. That is now gone. The decision has been made, has come and gone. You have to get this right because if you don't, you're setting the program back, and it'll probably cost you your job because the the economics of Louisville basketball just mean too much not just to that university or that athletic department, but to this city. The whole city. To yeah. this city, and that is why it is that important, more so than anything else. All right, let's take a quick break here. Uh, we'll come back. We'll open up the phones here on a Friday, and we can talk about Florida State uh, tomorrow uh, for at least a, a little bit. Uh, a team kind of putting it together, yeah. uh, finally, uh, after kind of a rough start. So we'll talk about that on the other side here. On the drive on 95 The Ville, be right back. 
Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. It's time to replace your heating and air system. We know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. You're listening to The Drive, presented by Fitness Market, right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Ennis and Jeff Lightsey Jr. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Jeff Lightsey Jr. sitting in. Jeff, again, thank you so much uh, for doing this here, buddy. Appreciate it, as always. Uh, Tell folks where they can find you, social media, where they can normally hear you on your show, all that sort of thing. Jeff Lightsey Jr. on all social media platforms, at jlightsey 7 uh, and then Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., the Victor Formation Sports Show. Me, myself, James Black, we have a bunch of guests to come through. Shoot, a bunch of people have come through in the last six months, and we've got some some more coming up, so we'll see. We'll see about this Saturday, but and we always do. And then pregames, a lot of times they move us to sure. 9 o'clock, but when they have noon games, so 9 to 10.30, and then leading up into, like, the network coverage. And so, yeah, we have a good time on Saturdays. Really I'm good. glad you mentioned James. I'm glad more and more people are getting a little exposure to him. I, I like him a lot. <laughs> yeah, James, yeah. They're, they're doing James Black History Month on 680. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the I love this. Thing. So James's last name is Black, right? And so they so James Black History Month, where he tells a fun fact about himself every single day of the month that he's on air. So I just think that's pretty. Funny. I think that's pretty. That reminds me of that. There was that <laughs> short time where Seven Up had that campaign. Was make Seven Up yours? Yeah. And, you know, it was make Seven in the back shirt said Up yours. You know, that's <laughs> the, for whatever reason. That's <laughs> that reminds. Yeah, they me got of. Anna Tarullo just like lost it when they first said that. She's like, oh, I love it. What? What is going on? Like he thought he was gonna have to do like a a trifold of like <laughs> of like it's of like it's, and do it like on like a DEI type of thing at the oh, station no. and, and go and everybody had to come in and there's oh, this presentation about like it's like no, that's not it at all. It's not what we're doing. That's wonderful. But it was like hilarious because she just had no clue what was going on. <laughs> that's great. Texture says, Kenny could buy me dinner every night. It doesn't make him a good coach. That's right. That's right. Uh, listen, it, just to, to quickly revisit that whole, like, deposits conversation, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, everything we said about, like, the value of that and uh, the the need for that and everything, uh, the window for that stuff has passed. Oh, yes. Absolutely. For him. Absolutely. Like, at this point now, even some of that good stuff just feels like antagonizing. <laughs> but he doesn't do it, so it's all right. But, like, we're talking – generally speaking, mm-hmm. about being the coach, the window for any of that's passed. Yeah, yeah, because at the end of the day, I mean, when your win percentage is under 20%, I mean, that that's – that because that's why you're hired. Like, because even with Chris Mack, like we talked about, he he missed the opportunity on that stuff too. He just had a lot more success on the court, right? Chris Mack kind of derailed with COVID and the extortion and the scandal. I think he just wanted out. But before all of that, 
Like he actually put in deposits on the court with wins, right? It wasn't stylistically wasn't your favorite style of basketball, but at the end of the day, a win is a win. Yeah. And he was able to accumulate a lot more of those than what is taking place right now. A texture said that they are in Ireland right now. Oh man. In Ennis, Ireland. Oh man. The, uh, the ancestral home of the, uh, the perpetually surly Ennis. <laughs> hey, and I'm jealous. Thank you for texting from there. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, take a lot of pictures. Hey, it sounds like a good time. I would like, I would like to go there at some point all right that it will be fun you you and the in the family all you get don't together. uh you don't pine for a trip to ireland that's not jeff lacy jr that big not, ireland guy not on the bucket, <laughs> it's not on the bucket list it's not not on the bucket list as of now i want to explore a lot more of the states first oh, <laughs> I hear you i'm not a big international traveler type person like it's not really like my style like my my woman loves international she takes a cruise every year like do all this stuff and me I'd rather go to Chicago. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather hang out in Atlanta or go down to Texas or something or California. It's cool, you know. But international, I, I'm not really big. You will never get me to take a cruise. Oh, real? Oh no. Oh man, why not? No, I just I'm not doing it. Like, just, have you ever taken one before? No. And you're just not, I'm not doing it. Titanic got you shook uh, or something just, like that. Yeah, you know, growing up, I grew up in Tampa, like driving over the bay and things yeah. like that. Like. I need to be able to see the land. It makes hold on, Mark. I just thought about it. Yeah, you're from Tampa, so you you're around the water. It was around water all the time, and, like, and I know better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like you're not taking like me on the a cruises boat. Go out of Tampa. Like, I know. Like, you, I, you're not up? getting me to where I can't see the land on a boat. That's you're fair. just not doing it. That's fair. I, I refuse. That is fair. You know, my there's my, nowhere to go. <laughs> Something goes wrong. That's it. Like, it's so funny. It says like my grandmother. She doesn't even like driving across bridges. Like she hated like the like the water was a thing. Like she wasn't like you said. It's too much water. She'd be like, oh, I'm good on that. So it's like funny to hear someone else kind of have that same type of mindset. I don't like it. <laughs> what are you expecting uh, in this game tomorrow? Uh, look, Ken Palm still thinks Louisville will win one more game. Well, actually, has them total winning three more games, but only favored in one more game. Uh, but it's been a Decent predictor uh, for Louisville yeah. so far. It has Louisville about a 30% chance of winning. I mean, for what it's worth, Florida State hasn't had a great year, no. but they've rebounded. Yes. Didn't start great. Uh, they had a four-game losing streak kind of in the middle of the season, and some of those were not great. Like, you, they shouldn't be losing to USF by 16, stuff no. like that. Mm -mm. Uh, but have played much better in conference. Uh, and at 12-8 and eight now, they are about top 100-ish team, you know, on, on Ken Palm. And we know what it's like perpetually to play Florida State. They're going to have five guys that are like six nine or taller. I was about to say big, big guys. <sighs> it's not fair. Man. A bunch of big athletes, like a bunch, at least one guy is probably NBA guy. You know whether yeah. we know him or not. It's just how it happens over there. They Patrick Williams, Dwayne Bacon, whoever. You know they always have one NBA guy. A bunch, I, Jonathan Isaac, whoever it is. Uh, it it's tough to talk about the game. I, I think we alluded to it earlier because you don't know who's going to play. Hmm. Tyler Johnson, questionable. He's game time decision, according to Kenny. Uh, uh, Sky Sky Clark, game time decision. Hersey Miller, out of town, still getting consultation. So those are three guards right there that probably aren't going to be available. Like I mean, just what it sounds like are game time decisions. So they may be in, maybe out, fifty percent chance on two of them. Two guys that scholarship guards. So now you're looking at. Mike James really handling the ball a lot, or you know, Lord forbid, Trey 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 White has to handle the ball a whole lot, like, or you know, who who knows you might see in there. So it, it's tough to talk about a game we don't even know who's going to play. And for the guys who are left, it's really tough to talk about whether they'll be able to have enough based on all the injuries to actually win the game against Florida State. No matter how Florida State's looking, it's about 
who's going to be available for Louisville to suit up and take the court? It's tough. You know, and I think the real shame here in all of this uh, is because of the shenanigans with with Karan Davis. Yeah. Uh, people don't feel feel like they have to believe what he says about various injuries and that sort of thing. And and, yeah. and I don't I don't like that because yeah. I'm fine with being critical. Obviously, yeah. Right? <laughs> but I've never enjoyed just being like you're lying. Yeah, you know, in that sort of like because I I don't want to go. I don't want to. I've never really liked taking the leap from like you're doing these bad things to you are this kind of a bad person because mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's a bad person at all. Yeah, uh, but I think he's done a bad job. Yeah, uh, and so I don't like that idea. Uh, but it is always one of the things that when this sort of thing starts to happen, people are going to feel uh, I think entitled to just be like, if that's really what's going on, yeah, uh, you see it. You see it happening, and it's, un- it's, and it's not. It's not crazy. No, it's not. I don't have an answer for that because you you hear what would like you said what was said about Karan Davis, and then you get this athletic piece with Karan Davis's quotes, and then you hear the most damning part about all that was when you heard the actual players. That what to me was more damning than not. Obviously, you have the anonymous quote from a player in the athletic article, yeah. but then you actually heard those guys talk at the podium, like, and then you see those guys still hanging with Karan Davis at other games and events like at women's games and it's like hmm kenny seems to be the only person who has an issue with karan davis <laughs> nobody knows why and no one knows no why one knows why it's really like, weird it i agree like, so it's it's like okay I, like you said you want to believe the the grown-up the adult right or who's all of them adults but like the the adult the, the 50 year old but then when you have all the 20 somethings kind of coming together an article written by another adult kind of you know, backing up the twenty somethings, it's like, hmm, maybe the fifty year old is the one who's wrong. Right? Maybe the kid actually didn't do anything severely bad. And if his teammates are still not only willing to take up for him publicly, but be seen and hang out with him publicly, then they almost feel justified that he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, it's and it's so it's very weird because Kenny doesn't Someday I hope we find out what really happened. <laughs> we you know, we so we're gonna need do. someone to well, like wait out the statute of limitations yeah. here, or just something. <laughs> uh, it's especially mysterious, just because the one thing we just don't see him do is is crack the whip on on anybody. For Mm-mm. you know, it's just it's not his thing. Even uh, he's not overly critical in comments. He does, you know, you don't see him just sort of like. I hate you. You're out of the game. You yeah. know, like, and we know what that looks like. No, absolutely. When coaches, are, we just we don't ever see any of that. I would love to know what it is that pushes Kenny past all of that. To be like, I have to deal with this. Like, what in the world could it possibly be? Mm. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and even with the Quran thing, he still loved him, and for a long time, he was still on the team. It just he just had to be off the team for whatever reason. And like you said, we never really got that answer. So who who knows? When we'll get that answer, and and I can only imagine whatever it is is super minute. Like we're giving it more attention than probably what it is. Yeah, like we'll learn more about Kenny, <laughs> yeah, than Karan when we find out whatever Absolutely. it was, right? Yeah. So it is just like, man. By the time we do find out, it's like, wow, that is how you got put off the team. Like that's what the no. Kind of see why all the guys stood. Karan just heated up fish in the microwave in the <laughs> practice facility. facility. Yeah, and Kenny's like, I can't have that. No, it's got to get out of here. Got to get out of here. It's like, oh, okay, well, great. Finish the coffee without making a new pot. <laughs> Kenny's like, we can't have that in here. I'm trying to lay a foundation here. What is, what is something that, like, 
unacceptable in the Ennis household. Like I know you have children, so what is something that's like uh-uh, we can't we can't go for that? Like no, we, what's something what's something that like your children may do now that just bothers the hell out of you? It's like come on, we we got to grow out of that. Like we got to do better. Well, they all uh, every kid you know this is just screen addicted. All of them, now but just like with bad. with the sound on. <laughs> Right. And Full like, volume. Yeah. And like whatever I'm doing, they're just like, I'm going to walk in this room where you are with this thing just blaring and not even like ask, not say anything, not look at me and be like, you got any problem with this or, or turn it down a little bit. Nothing. Drives me crazy. Drives me nuts. What about you? I don't I don't have anything just yet. You'll, I don't have any children yet. So but when I do, I'm sure it'll be something. It'll be something. It's just like, come on, man. We, we got to. I roll. I'm I'm more willing to roll with things than people might. It might surprise people to find out how, (laughs) despite what my face looks like, (laughs) how much I'm willing to sort of just roll with. Texture says Quran peed in the sink, which is a great crossing of the uh, literal and uh, metaphorical streams here. Uh, with with Nikki V and all of that uh, as well. Well done. On, He'll on that. never live that down, will he? That's exactly right. I mean, that is crazy. That's like, because right. that had to happen years ago. At this Quite point. a while ago. And I've heard it brought up at least three times this week. Because, but this is what men <laughs> do to each other. Like, you've seen, you ever seen the tweet where, like, the one time you messed up and meant to type Grinch and you type Grink yes. to your friends, and then every time you do anything, you text your buddies, like, was the Grink there? <laughs> we, I mean, I, yeah. I that's. It's tough, man. And like, okay, the so more it gets brought up, oh, the more people are gonna. Just somebody else just like, like, yeah, you just. It's like, oh man, Nick beat in sync. What? Like, if I've never listened to any show ever. Okay, I just so heard that, and I know it now. That awful Beach Boys song, Kokomo. <laughs> What's it called? Kokomo, the Beach Boys song. It was in the cocktail movie soundtrack. It's just, you'd know it if you heard it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a line in there where he mentions Montserrat and steak. I was a little kid mm-hmm. when that came out. And I thought he said Maserati steak. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what mistake. he was saying. Natural mistake. And my father, I was a child. And he every single time anyone mentioned steaks, Beach Boys, or Maseratis, <laughs> I was going to hear about that again for the rest of my life. For and me. That's what we do. That's what we do to each other. For me, it is chicken wings with my dad. When I was 17, I worked at, and that's the thing. When I was 17, I worked at Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse doesn't sell chicken wings, by the way. Let's just make that clear. I had worked there. Worked a, I had worked a double. I was a busboy, so cleaning tables and stuff. I was, I was tired. Grunt work. Came home, I know. Came home. My dad was there. I had heated up some food. I had like three chicken tenders, right? I had three. I had ate one. So I have two left. He asked for one. And I'm like, no. <laughs> total, total no. Total no. And, and to this day, uh-huh. that story has... That's the only thing that's ever happened between the two of you, right? But it was now the story is remember, it was three tenders. I ate one, so it was two tenders. And he asked for one. I did say no. That story has turned from two tenders to 20 wings. Oh, boy. (laughs) I didn't give my dad one. So he's ratcheting (laughs) it up. It has evolved over. It happened 10 years ago. I'm 17, I'm 28. So it happened over 10 years ago. Yeah, I still don't live that down. Still to this day, still don't live that down. My brother has heard the variations because he was there that day. And he's heard (laughs) how this story went from three tenders to 10 wings to 20 wings to 20 wings and fries. It's like, all right, man. Just he just loves to tell that story. So yeah, I know I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Texture says Karan Davis was Kenny's example to the team, kind of like trying to pick the biggest guy in the prison yard to beat up on day one. <laughs> I mean, that is how discipline's supposed to work. It is there's you're dealing with the individual who's offended, but you're also 
the message it sends to everybody, like the sort of the communal benefit of uh, 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 trying to create some sort of hesitation or prevention, you know, uh, of this uh, disincentivize that sort of thing in others. Uh, and clearly that part of it didn't work. Yeah, and it's tough to do that with a guy a lot of people didn't want anyway. I mean, it's just like, I mean, I hate to say it it's like It's almost that. like it didn't cost Kenny anything. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, you do that with a guy who who was highly regarded or whatever, and then but they're messing up, and it's like, okay, I'm making an example by putting them on the bench, right? Like, we've seen other coaches put, you know, bench their star players for sure. discipline. Or we saw, for instance, Jeff Walls, like the fourth quarter of, of a game last year, he was like, the, other, the rest of the team was being too reliant on Haley, so he benched Haley. Yeah. And, and so that is how you like, oh, that coach gets it right. Do whatever to win, do whatever to, like I said, show your authority, right? Like you're not bigger than the team. You're not bigger than what we're trying to do here. But when you, you pick on a guy who was a Juco that you couldn't find highlights from or stats and a guy that when he signed and committed, people were actually literally upset. Angry. Yeah, they yes. were upset. Like they were angry and you do that to him. And it's like, well, now I'm even more upset because one, it was a roster spot wasted in their mind, right? You could have went out and got somebody who can contribute, and now you're in a place like right now you have zero guards because one left for Australia before the season. The other you kicked off during halfway through the year. Now your three that you have on the team are hurt. It's like, well, you had two spots that just essentially never got used because yeah. it wasn't – even when Karan was here, he didn't play. Right. So it was like those are two scholarships for guards that were – that essentially just poof, were in the thin air, and now we're short on guards, and we still got – 11 games left during the year. It's tough, man. It's tough. 81-50-93-9. That's uh, the number if you'd like to jump in here on a Friday. We'll kick things off with Chaz. Chaz, thanks for waiting, buddy. Welcome into the Drive on the Thunderbolt. What's up? What's up, Mark? Uh, hey, bud. First off, uh, you know, the the, the sad part of, is that I went to the, the women's game last night and enjoyed the, the hell out of it, and there was more electricity in that game last night than any men's game this year. And I've been to a few of the men's games. I vowed that I would not go back after Arkansas State, and I'm, and I'm not. Um, that was the worst game. I stayed until the very end, and it was the worst not only coaching effort, but it was the worst effort on the players uh, as well. Here's the thing that I don't understand with these injuries. You know, whatever happened with the whole tight situation with Tyler, we don't know what kind of injuries these guys have. Like, are they hurt or are they injured? And there is a difference. You know, and I don't feel like – these guys are pushing themselves because, quite frankly, they know they know the writing on the wall. They're not stupid. They see social media. They know they're going to have a new coach next year, and they have the opportunity to leave. But they don't want to hurt themselves, and they're auditioning for other teams. Let's be realistic here that some of these guys, like Tyler Johnson, is going to have places he can go. He is a point guard first. He is a distributor. You know, so if they are, you know, have a a twisted ankle that normally guys would play on for Rick Pitino. They're not going to play on it for this guy because they know they know the writing's on the wall. And I, At this point, like I said, the, the electricity, I'm glad that we have an awesome women's uh, basketball program that we can get behind because at least it gives me something to look forward to in March. I'm sitting here going, it's St. Patrick's Day Selection Sunday. I have nothing to look forward to. And it's frustrating, and as a fan, I'm pissed, I'm angry, and I... Josh Hurd was literally one seat in front of me last night, and I wanted to say, hey, hey, come on, Jerome Tang, Chris Beard, who, who's it going to be? Do you think he would have told you? <laughs> I don't I don't think he would have told me, Mark, but it would have been nice for him to just I, – I don't agree with the rest of the fans that he needs to come out and say anything. I agree. Um, because at you. this point, 
at this point, he has already made up his mind. I don't think. I think if we won out, I don't think that that would change anything. I agree. Um, I think that the mind is already made up, and it's already been decided um, at this point. And you ride this rest of the season out. It's hard to watch, but then we we move on, and we we tell Kenny he's a great guy, great player for us when he played here. Just didn't work out. Not everything does. Appreciate the the call there, Chaz. It would have been funny if he had asked him. It would have been really funny. Maybe catch him off guard and he'd just be like, "Oh yeah, it's good." Like that would be fine, right? It's just you know, he's not used to the just sort of getting the. I'm sure it's all that he hears about. He said it's what uh, all consuming, consuming, consuming. Yeah. And when yeah. you say that, I mean, that's not, it's not a really good word to use when you're talking about well, if, that. right. If you're Kenny, yeah, right. Like you don't want the last thing you want really is for your boss to be thinking about you. All the time. It's it. I'm not, thinking, I'm not worried or thinking <laughs> about what your job else. is. Right. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, it's all consuming. I can't, like, I think some were along the lines talking about, like, not being able to sleep. Yeah. Like, that's not, those aren't good words. Right. Those aren't bodes of confidence. Those aren't. And, and to what the caller said, he said something very interesting. I hate to say it like this, but if we're all expecting to change at the end of the year, these games, more so than winning, are tryouts. Like, if we're being honest, because when you think about coaches that come in with the new age of the transfer portal, you're going to bring in at least seven new guys. At least. Yeah. Some coaches closer to, like, eight or nine. And when you do that, that means you have about three spots that you're keeping from the previous team. And if let's just say they win three more games, right? Let's give them three. They only have six on the year. So if they win three of their last 11 games, you're talking about 13 wins in two years. Now, I know people want to keep, like, man, we see glimpses in Sky and Brandon and Caleb and, and Tyler or what, like all these, like we see the glimpses. We see, man, if they had the proper coaching or whatever. But that new coach is thinking, these guys won two games, 13 games in two years. I need to get some guys that can win me games right now, right? So, you know, love you guys. I know the fan base has grown attached to some of you guys, but – Here's your papers. You, 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 we'll help you find – we'll work with compliance, like Strewsbury said. We'll work yeah. with compliance and we'll help you find your next home because i got to go get eight or nine new guys to help me win right now. And so with that, like like you said, these, these kids aren't dumb. Like they, they know how it works. They understand how it works. And so they are essentially having a tryout, whether it's for the new coach, if you decide you want to keep them, or for, you know, potentially their next landing spot. And for some of them – the resume is pretty good. Like it's good enough to where yeah. it can land you somewhere that can win right now, whether that is. Let's talk about some of those players uh, and that auditioning uh, on the other side here on the drive on Nintendo. Be right back.